You're listening to Real Presence Live on the now, Real Presence Radio Inspirational. Join the conversation on our Facebook the page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for right more great Catholic the content. RPR Network. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Welcome back, everyone, Live. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live with Father James Rose and Father Jason Lafargo. And you received a little note you want to share with us very quickly. We're down to our final segment. We just have a few minutes. And there's something that I wanted to speak about because I've been wondering with the way that things have been unfolding during the pandemic and the inordinate sort of restrictions that have been placed upon churches, places of worship. You hear about prohibitions against funeral processions of Orthodox Jews in boroughs of New York City, various things like that. Here's two really quick things about how creative people are. And these places where they are lucky. We're open. In Bermuda this morning, one. making her way back. I read for uh, nine days or so here. They are allowed to but, uh, go She writes shopping. in and she so says, "Three hundred uh, people from hey, the church went to Walmart. Gross on my way they all gathered Minji, there. God's blessings S- to both of you. The trip is going so fast because I get to listen to you guys on air. Entire employees are going to store for a whole hour. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Julie, and we will remember your dear mother in our prayers as well. I realize I've neglected to mention our website, RealPresenceRadio.com, as a place to leave prayer requests. A place to get updates on the schedule of our programming and also to be able to download podcasts for those times when there's a will, there's a way. Well, there was an article that came out recently in our National Catholic Register, which is an EWTN program that's aired throughout the week. This one of my favorite names of a churchman anywhere. Archbishop Southampton, 8-10 a.m. We are pleased to have with us. He's been getting creative with these limits. Thank you very much. And we are pleased to have with us, uh, one um, of on our the, uh, dear bishops within our listening area, the Archbishop along with the from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, celebrated multiple Welcome masses, to Real each with Live. the maximum allowance of oh, 12 people outdoors much, on the plaza always, uh, of the Cathedral of St. Mary of the Assumption to. in San Francisco. Right, yes. And there are some statements that the Archbishop has made that I just wanted to share one of them very quickly. As Catholics, we have a sacramental vision of the world, and we see the church building is not just a practical matter of convenience to be able to be inside protected all from the elements. The church has a sacramental significance. It symbolizes well, Bishop, the church Gross, that is the people of God. As Peter you. says, St. Peter says, built up of living stones, it is the essence of the church that we gather for worship. So we really he then goes on to say that there are health orders in certain parts Thank you, Bishop, for your graciousness and those gracious words for all of us in the listening area. Certain types of activities, especially religious activities, being more here about a neighboring other types fellow of secular prince of the church uh, bishop so he's John kind of rattling the chain the about what of they've been experiencing in the uh, resignation he says we've seen uh, this Holy Father as well. recently received we've seen it as in our going neighboring some, state of Nevada uh, some health where challenges so are allowed could just to operate a, and churches say a cannot still uh, have your neighboring bishop services. and just kind this of is just one example of what happens the work that he has done from the center of our society he's being a brave voice at this time and it just causes me to wonder currently you know what it is going in. to take for people sure. to uh, really rise up, you know, kind I've of in a, a really concentrated voice years, and speak before, to this uh, injustice that has been happening. The right to uh, worship, you know, Rochester, uh, absolutely, uh, Bishop Lavore, and, and, and it goes to show you the, we live in a materialistic uh, world where we value who material very essentials. To establish we totally the courage program 
and encourage that and here uh, in the state right. of Minnesota. And not just, you know, how big box stores have been, been open, long, but a lot of smaller businesses that, that sell the same things have not been permitted uh, to be really open. To help but bring virtue in addition, uh, thank goodness for the boldness of people like Archbishop Cordelione so who are speaking about, uh, out about these inconsistencies and his creative uh, his ways work. to meet the restrictions and And we certainly cannot let this drop, you know, so that once vaccines come out, herd immunity is more and being established. Great we can't just forget that this didn't happen. Great so, as we are him. in our final minutes of the program uh, today, uh, Bishop, we need to look know, ahead, as we always do at this time, to what's coming up on the next Real Presence Live, and for that, we turn things over to Command Central and, and our friend uh, Eli. Made, Thanks, Father. Home, great show today. There. Another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. On your Friday morning, Matt Wilker and Peter Martin are your hosts, coming to you from the Pastoral Center in Winona, Minnesota. They'll start off the show visiting with Teresa Martin about seeking the constant rule of marriage and family. Then Marilyn Baker will talk about 15 mysteries for Minnesota. And Marcia Stenzel, the superintendent of Catholic schools for Winona Rochester, will be talking about back to school for Catholic schools in the diocese of Winona Rochester. So all that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And back to you. Thank you very much, Eli. In just a couple of minutes that we have left here, one of the circumstances that happened in our diocese is that a great majority of the confirmations and First Holy Communions that our bishop was going to be celebrating had to be postponed because of the pandemic and the lockdown. And so individual parishes have either tried to schedule bishop to come or the pastors have used the delegation given to them for celebrating the sacrament of confirmation. I'm going to have that rare privilege this coming Sunday for our parish with about 10 now fourth grade students who are finally going to receive confirmation we wanted to do it at this and point as summer is winding down and put a bow on things uh, so before I we begin the next religious education year. That him. is an awesome and experience. That, Good for you, uh, we Father. Pray That's great. And then uh, I just want to promote uh, anybody in uh, this upper uh, Red River Valley area, Grafton, on Saturday, is having a Marian Eucharistic Congress. The theme is pro-life. Leah Darles is going to be there. She's a fantastic presenter. It starts in the morning, goes all day long. We certainly keep Bishop LeVar in our heartfelt prayers as well as the uh, people whom he was privileged to, to share his terrific. There's also years. going to be a um, read now with um, uh, the uh, circumstances with, uh, that we find uh, ourselves in. Uh, there's a lot of speaker anxiety, I guess, with regard to families in September. So how things are going to go by little bit. Education are kind of dipping their toe back so we'd like into to start uh, organizing events about and inviting people to the reopening of Catholic schools. Again, to everybody who joined us here, the plans to our guests throughout your diocese, what you've been hearing from and to all teachers and administrators about how you may be. Uh, your so process on behalf is, of Father is, uh, Jason Unfer, Father James Gross, well, thank, uh, that's a really, uh, offering our prayers uh, wonderful with you question. and for you as uh, we continue really on. God is in control, and so we rely on him to me and ask for and an increase of his grace. And our, may God bless you. Uh, school principals that our uh, families really want This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live so, brings you uh, inspirational really stories of faith uh, and a look at the good and holy spring, things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an really encore of your show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter, Real Presence so Live, that we can local, with, with engaging, and live. 
you know, on the real we'll presence learning, radio but with network. confidence, we know we can provide safely for our children. And so our schools are going to open. Uh, as we say, come on home. We're ready for you. Uh, and our teachers are, as you know, do an exceptional job. So do our principals. And so uh, we will continue to have our schools open unless there's some uh, major catastrophe mm-hmm. and uptick where the government officials require us. But my thought is our prayers are stronger and that we are going to be able, with uh, common sense, but following all of the uh, directives with hygiene and with masks, that our children can be with us and be with us safely. For those who are just joining us here on Real Presence Live, we are visiting with the uh, Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, mm-hmm. Bishop John Quinn. So, uh, Bishop Quinn, this is Father Leffer. The, um, you know, on the way into the studio this morning, uh, Teresa Tamio had uh, Dr. Ray Grandi on, and they were, they were talking about this, you know, very thing. How do you decide if you go back to school or not? And it was inter- the portion I got to hear before I had to uh, leave my vehicle. But he, uh, but he was talking. He, and I thought this was really powerful. He said, you know, one of the biggest things is how um, we need to really pay attention to the language that we're using and how we're communicating with our children and the things we're doing. For example, with the, the face masks or even the, um, he's, in, he's explaining how like by the language you use. So he, he pointed this out. He said, people are still using the word pandemic, but he said, it's no longer a pandemic. It doesn't reach the, the definition of pandemic anymore. And so that, sure. and, and he's saying like, just pay attention to the language used or with the masks, children see that and they associate it with, if I don't wear this, I'm going to die. And he's like, no, actually, we need to talk through and say, well, actually, we're wearing this as a preventative. It, you're not going to die if you don't wear the mask, but we're trying to, you know. Properly educating. Properly educating and all That's this. Right. So w- with, with that kind of a sentiment in mind, what, 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 what will school look like this, this fall as we reopen in a safe manner? What, what, can you help us just kind of understand the things that you guys have processed and what you, you've come up with? Sure. Here's a, you know, I'm going back to the classroom myself. You know, I teach at St. Mary's, so uh, university here in Winona. uh, Winona. And uh, so I'm going to be in a classroom myself with, you know, 15, uh, you know, university students. So I'm also, uh, and I'm a person in their 70s, so I'm also aware of, you know, there's risk and all. But I I look upon all the things we're doing at St. Mary's, all the things we're doing here in our diocese, you know, there will be distancing with some uh, with our desks, so that uh, we observe that. We also are going to be uh, utilizing masks, as we say, that helps uh, us prevent the the spread through the aerosol effect. Uh, we also are going to observe, uh, you know, cleaning the room in between uh, uh, classes. I think this is just uh, for us. We maybe some of these things we should have been more attentive to in the past. Um, I don't see it as anxiety-ridden. I think it's just good procedures. And that, you know, from this period, I think we're going to be healthier. Um, Mm -hmm. I always look on these things both, what is the Lord allowing to happen? And what is it that we need to learn? And then also, how does this help us to become holier and more confident in our discipleship? Um, One of the, I guess, the key for me in all of this and when I meet with our pastors and principals is that Jesus Christ is with his church. 
He's with us. Uh, he didn't leave us. Uh, and just as the church in every generation struggles uh, with challenges, well, this is ours. But we're also seeing this isn't going to last forever, and it should not deter us from our prayer life, should not deter us from proclaiming the gospel. We want to be always uh, careful as we do it. But let's, as you say, let's not use language that adds to the anxiety of the time period. Right. You know what I've noticed? It's if uh, you put on the news and to get the weather report. Uh, for the most part, we've got great weather here in Minnesota. This summer has been delightful. But have you noticed when they go to give the weather report, it's called the storm team? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we don't live in the storms. <laughs> yeah. uh, for the most part, our lives are filled with grace and light, with people who love us and we love them. Jesus Christ is with his church. And I think uh, as we define this time, it doesn't mean we do foolish things, but it does mean we live in the confidence of being beloved sons and daughters yes. of the Father. Uh, and that's the message we're trying to carry. Yeah, Bishop, I need to tell you, I may borrow that reference of, uh, you know, Storm Team and a future homily at some point. <laughs> I think that's a, great, uh, that's a great point that you make. Also, your diocese is the home to a college seminary. And uh, so could you just speak to the importance, excuse me, of um, uh, nurturing those vocations of, of the young men coming together, forming that community and formation um, in the midst of these circumstances and, and uh, uh, right. the, importance of, the importance of making that happen. It's going to be a, it is a great blessing, a privilege, honestly, for us here in the diocese to have a college seminary. Uh, we look upon that as an integral part of the mission of our diocese to be able to prepare men at the college level, the discernment period. And uh, we are going to open up with a full house at IHM. So again, the COVID has not deterred the call of men, and it really has not deterred them responding. So that's a great blessing. Uh, They're starting to return, and everyone will be back uh, by tomorrow. Uh, at uh, IHM, and uh, it is very important. I have master probably twice a month, but then I also would have some of the students in in class at the university. But it is really our responsibility as uh, priests and as the bishop to engage uh, with them how grace is at work in their life and prepare them, especially that human pillar so that um, grace can transform them and that their spirituality will lead them to holiness. And I can just tell you the quality of the men coming uh, continues every year to not only get better, but really impresses me. I, I always say to our rector and the faculty over there, uh, given where they are and where I was at their age, if you had me now at the way I was at 18 or 19, you'd probably throw me out. Uh, they are. <laughs> You're not alone in that sentiment, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are really wholesome, healthy uh, men who want to live the life of uh, the priest with the Holy Spirit. I see them on fire. So our, our role is to be able to help guide that. You know, the first... Uh, really tutor, 
first spiritual director is the Holy Spirit. I just uh, always say, too, let's not get in the way of what God's doing. Uh, let's help and uh, help them to come to the clarity of what God wants in their life. Yeah. Well, it's so awesome to hear that you're you're starting with the full house here. That just I, I'm sure that uh, is pleasing to the hearts of everybody who's listening today to hear that because that affects so many dioceses, not just your own. But yeah. do, you know, do you have like a, a plan B in place? Like I know, like last spring, some seminaries they when it hit, they just they said, okay, we're closing in house, and there's there's kind of isolating you from everybody else, but continue formation. Other ones were like, okay, it, it's here, we're going to send you home and not have you. What, is there kind of like a plan B in place if there's an outbreak or something like that? or what, Sure, there is. In fact, see, that's the, this time we're really, I believe, you know, the Lord has helped to prepare us much better that in the event the university would need uh, to close down or to go, I should say, that's not really the right way to say it. It's Switch to, to remote a, learning. To uh, put all the classes on online, you know, uh, that the university will be open, but not for face-to-face. The plan is our students will remain with us at the seminary. So there won't be a, a closure this year. The students will remain with us unless their bishop directs them otherwise. Uh, it's very difficult to do formation online right. Right. or to do it in a parish. You need to have a relationship best. for formation. You really do. And they, the students, too, as I would see them over the summer, they miss the uh, interaction with each other for sure. and praying with each other and learning from one another. So we've got Plan B um, and in the event that would happen. Well, it is a brave new world that we are entering into, and I'm sure that many of our listeners are reassured as they hear from you and other shepherds in the church um, conscientiously looking toward the challenges that we are facing and to handle them very well. So, Bishop Quinn, thank you again so much for your time. And uh, before we let you go, if we can ask you to impart a blessing for our listeners. I will, and um, also I'd ask if our listeners could pray for all the bishops uh, and administrators in our province. We're going to be uh, meeting uh, at the end of uh, next week, and so we'll be together as bishops for about three days uh, in prayer. Uh, We try and do that and in support, and also to discuss pastoral matters that affect all of us in this uh, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So send some prayers our way. We, We really need them and appreciate it. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you again so much, Bishop, and blessings to you and your ministry. Thank you. God bless you, Father James and Father Jason. Keep up the great work. Thank Thank you you. very much. Well, we have one more segment coming up, more Real Presence Live to come. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 